This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 134 is going to be from Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 50. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them today. Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 50. Read. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it, but supposing him to have been in the company... They went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. Now, so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard were astonished at his understanding and his answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Jesus, from twelve years old, understood the importance of being about his father's business. And if you read verse 49, you see this was not the first time that he was about his father's business. He expected his parents to understand from his previous examples that he was going to be about his father's business. In verse 46, we see that he was there for three days. Now, so it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. They were astonished at the young Jesus' understanding of the scriptures. He was talking to the leaders of Israel in the temple, and they were astonished at his answers that he was giving them. And for three days, he reasoned with them. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them. Jesus understood from 12 years old what he was supposed to be doing. Our children can understand from a very young age that serving God is the most important thing in our lives. And they can also be about our father's business. In Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. From this verse, we can see that Mary and Joseph were training Jesus properly so that he would understand that he must be about his father's business. But they didn't completely understand how Young people can can be mightily powerful in the kingdom if they simply are trained properly. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 6 through 10, the Bible says, Therefore be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people, who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that God that has God so near to it, as the Lord our God is to us, for whatever reason we may call upon him. And what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law, which I set before you this day? Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, 
lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children." Notice what he says in verse 9. Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and to your grandchildren. Teach God to your children and your grandchildren so that they won't forget God, so that they will know how to live their lives, and so that they can be like the young Jesus in the temple, talking with the older people in the temple to the leaders of Israel and astonish them. If we will simply teach them, they will be able to do so much in the kingdom of God if we will expect it of them. Today, we expect our children to go to eight hours of school almost every day, Monday through Friday, from the time that they are six years old and go into kindergarten until the time they're 16 or 17 years old and graduate from high school, they go to school five days a week to learn how to be productive citizens in society. Well, this is what they need in their lives spiritually as well. If we expect our children to do great things in the kingdom, we need to teach them how to do great things in the kingdom. We need to spend time with them studying and reading God's word every single day of their lives so that they do not forget. We can assume that this is what Mary and Joseph were doing with Jesus and why Jesus was growing in his understanding and why he was astonishing the leaders in the temple and why he was willing to spend three days in the temple discussing things with them. This is where he wanted to be. Did you not know I must be about my father's business? We need to teach our children that worship services is where they want to be and that they love it and that they enjoy worship services. But if we don't enjoy worship services, if we don't enjoy studying God's Word and looking deeper into it, how are we going to expect our children to do so? We have to be teaching them how to. In Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 28 and 29, it says, Then the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me. And the Lord said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people, which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. <coughs> oh, that they had such a heart in them, that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. If we want it to be well with us and our children we have to heed verse 29 here in Deuteronomy chapter 5. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, we have some of these commandments. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 12, we see how to raise children so that they'll be like Jesus and desire to be in the temple about their father's business. But if we're not raising children like this, then they're not going to desire to be in the temple. They're not going to rise to this type of spirituality that we need from them in the church today. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them today. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 12, the Bible says, Now this is the commandment. And these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded 
to teach you that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, you and your son and your grandson all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord your God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities, which you did not build, houses full of all good things, which you did not fill, hewn out wells, which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees, which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. If we don't want our children to forget God, we need to be teaching them from the time they get up in the morning till the time they go to bed. We need to be encouraging them to memorize scripture and to remember it so that they can know how to live their lives. We need to make sure that when they close their eyes, they see the word of God written on the back of their eyelids. When they look at their hands, they see it on their hands. When they look anywhere around them, all they see in our lives and in their lives are the words of God, that they need to live by them, and then they won't forget. We can assume, because Jesus was in the temple talking to these men for three days, that this was not the first time that Jesus had discussions about faith. He had discussions about faith with his parents on a daily basis, because this is what God demanded of the Israelites in order to raise their children properly. And this is where his faith came from, from a young age, as he was in the word of God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so when his parents came and they said, why did you seek me? Did you not know I must be about my father's business? They must have understood that Jesus was being raised properly. They must have understood that Jesus was going to be about his father's business because of the actions in Jesus' life. They were teaching him to be about his father's business, but yet when they came to the temple, they were surprised that that's exactly what he was doing. Well, when we teach our children to be about the father's business, that's what they're going to be doing. But it takes time. Every day of our life, it takes time spending with them, talking about God's word, memorizing God's word with them, writing it on their doors and on their walls, and making sure that they know and are hiding the word of God in their lives. Because if we're not hiding the word of God in our hearts, how can we expect them to be hiding the word of God in their lives? If we go back to Deuteronomy chapter 6, and we look at verse 5, it's just, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, talking to the parent. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. If they're going to be in our hearts, we have to have them memorized. We have to know them. We have to place them in our hearts. And then we have to show the children that that's what's important. Teach them diligently.
when they rise up and when they lie down. Make sure that they see them everywhere in our lives, in their lives, and all around them. That's how we raise children to be powerful in the kingdom of God. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them today. But we have to expect it from them. We have to be teaching it to them. It has to be important to us because if it's not important to us, how is it ever going to be important to them? In Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 11, the Bible says, 11 through 13, O you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not conformed, behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and the and great shall be the peace of your children. If we teach our children to love the Lord, then our children can live in peace. And God is going to take care of them. That's what verses 11 and 12 are about. God is going to make sure that they are taken care of if we're teaching our children. If we go over into Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 7, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Behold, I formed you in the womb. I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for for I am a youth. Notice what God says back to him in verse 7. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Jeremiah said, I'm just a youth. And oftentimes today, that's how young people think. Well, I'm just a youth. I can't be powerful in the kingdom. But God says, yes, you can. He told Jeremiah, do not say that I am a youth. For you shall go to all to whom I send you. Young people, you can be powerful in the kingdom of God. But our parents have to understand that this is true. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them today. And we have to expect great things from our young people when it comes to the kingdom of God. And we have to hold them to high standards because that's exactly what God is going to hold us to. High standards. Jesus, at 12 years old, went to the temple and reasoned with the leaders there. And they were astonished at his understanding. If we hold our children to a high standard of Christianity, if we hold our children to a high standard in memorizing scriptures and getting to know God, they will surprise us at how powerful they will be in the kingdom of God. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them today. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 5, notice what the Bible says. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as a little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receiveth me. Children can be great and powerful in the kingdom of God. Because they have the right heart condition. We just have to mold it and shape it. And they can be mightily powerful in the kingdom. Jesus understood this. We need to understand it. 
And we need to expect our children and grandchildren to be powerful. We need to expect them to learn God's Word, to study it, and to get to know it. And we need to be teaching it to them. Our children and grandchildren can be more spiritual than what is typically expected of them today. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.